Are you looking for the very best NFL and college football podcast? Then check out the GSMC Football Podcast. Get the latest football news both on and off the field. From the NFL draft to trades to the rumor mill to the NFL combines. They got you covered. That's gsmcpodcast.com backslash football dash podcast. Get updates on college rivalries, game day insights, and much, much more. It's football talk the way you want it. This show eats, sleeps, and breathes football. Don't forget to like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. Visit gsmcpodcast.com for more info. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the GSMC Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kayvon Izami. Segment number two is underway. Hope everyone's having a beautiful day. You can get on board in the show at Kayvon underscore sports. You can get on board in the show at Kayvon underscore sports. Um, Okay, so we're obviously talking, starting the show here with the biggest story in sports right now and the biggest story in my eyes in college sports um, ever really and it's going to completely change the impact of how sports is and I just want to get on this part first okay because I had someone Bryce Tomps um, Bryce Tomps hit me up on Twitter please forgive me Bryce if I'm not pronouncing your username right sometimes these usernames are so hard to read for me um he said Kayvon what are your thoughts on let me let me get it right here Bryce he said Kayvon what are your thoughts on the rumors of the SEC trying to make an extreme powerhouse conference adding 20 plus teams reports of Michigan Ohio State Clemson Florida State these type of teams switching to the SEC okay Bryce I am so glad you brought this up because this to me is the most nonsense Part of this whole scenario, okay? Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, I get it. It makes sense. And we're going to get into exactly why it makes sense in just one second here. Because Texas and Oklahoma are sitting there looking like, why do we need to keep carrying this conference of the Big 12? We're the ones that are making the most money here. And the Big 12's not bringing us the amount of money that we should be getting. So why do we need to keep carrying it? And because of where they're at geographically, it makes sense for them to kind of go right on into the SEC. The idea, though, now that the SEC is just going to become one big football conference like the NFL, and they're going to start getting teams like Ohio State and Michigan and Clemson and Florida State is completely laughable. First of all, why in the world would Ohio State and Michigan, for that matter, want to go to the SEC. Guys, I don't know if you've noticed. I understand that Alabama wins more, but Ohio State has just as big, if not bigger, of a fan base than Alabama. 
I mean, that that's true. Right now, the Big Ten and the schools in the Big Ten make more money than the Alabamas, the Auburns, the LSUs. They make more money because of the TV deal that they've... they've Because uh, it's all about the TV deal here, all right? Yes, they make great money from the stands and the, and the concessions and all that stuff. But the big money is coming from these TV deals. Just like in the NFL, just like the NBA. Ohio State dominates and owns the whole Midwest region of the country. Why would they want to bring their brand down to the SEC? That, that, that's not going to happen. I can promise you, I can, I can right now promise you that there is no shot that Ohio State and Michigan are going to do that. Now, maybe Nebraska goes back to the Big 12 because they never should have even joined the Big 10 anyways. And maybe Maryland goes back to the ACC because it's so stupid that they're even in the um, Big 10 anyways. They, they shouldn't be in the Big 10 and, but the idea, and then Clemson, I mean, think about this. I think that there's a school in Columbus, South Carolina. I've got a great friend. His name's Reed. Shout out to Reed. By the way, I'm going to have Reed on the show with me. We're gonna. He's a big, big college football fan, NFL fan as well, even though he, oh God, he likes the Panthers, which is just, it's heartbreaking, but you know, it, it is what it is. You know, so, so yeah, I got to deal with that. All right. That, that's fine. But He's a big-time South Carolina fan. He went to South Carolina. His girlfriend went to South Carolina. They're big-time South Carolina family there, right? I think that if you asked him, and we will when we have him on the show, hey, hey, buddy, do you want that team right down the road from you in the SEC? Hell no. Why would they want to have to deal with them in the SEC? Do you think that the team down in Gainesville... Florida wants Florida State in the SEC? I think not. I think not at all. Now, obviously, Texas A&M doesn't want Texas in the SEC, but that's different because Texas, and we're gonna, it's going to make sense in a minute here, Texas and Oklahoma are being dragged down by their conference. Clemson and Florida State are not being dragged down by their conference. The ACC is doing very well. They've got their own network. They've got a good TV deal with ESPN, even though that TV deal is going to become an issue. And I don't want to get too into this for people because this is way out there with things, but the ACC did a really stupid thing by negotiating a deal that goes all the way out till 2036. So they negotiated a phenomenal TV deal for the time that they did it. But now, with what the money the SEC is about to make with their new deal with ESPN and the money that the Big Ten's making and about to make even more when their deal comes up in 2023, the SEC is going to be at the bottom. I mean, the ACC is going to be at the bottom of the totem pole in terms of money because they negotiated their deal too far out. And I don't think they're going to be able to get out of that. That's going to be something to watch with the ACC. And that would be maybe the only reason why a Clemson and Florida State decide. And right now, Florida State, I mean, they've been terrible. So they got to get their program up first. But Clemson would decide, huh, maybe we should go join the Big Ten. And, and that's the other thing. I think, that the, I think Clemson would go join the Big Ten before joining the SEC. I just don't see Clemson joining the SEC. But... They're not going anywhere. 
Like, that, that's my whole point. The, the Clemson, Florida State, Michigan, Ohio State, they're not going anywhere. The only programs that are going to be going somewhere now are the ones in the Big 12, like West Virginia and Kansas and Oklahoma State, and, and, and then possibly, possibly Notre Dame. That's the big one there. Maybe the Big 10 can get Notre Dame to come, or maybe the ACC can get Notre Dame to come. Maybe. But the, the idea that the Big Ten, it, that's not happening. What's going to happen is it's going to become four super conferences. The Big 12 is going to go away, unfortunately, for those Big 12 fans. And it's going to become four super conferences with the Pac-12, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Ten. So, great, great question, Bryce, but it, it's not happening. It, those reports are stupid. It's not happening. All right, this is the GSMC Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kayvon Izami. Thank you for joining us. So, there's so much going on right now in college sports. I mean, you have the NIL, which we did a whole show on a couple of weeks ago. I highly suggest you go and check out that show. Uh, we went to some great detail on that. You can go check that out. Um, it became real on July 1st. You know, we already have Nick Saban talking about his quarterback, Bryce Young, making almost a million dollars in in money from the IOL. I'm He's never even played a snap yet for Alabama. He's never even played a snap in college football. Let's be real. That that's that's a big time recruiting angle by Nick Saban there, and good for him. It's a smart one. Um, and you know that that's what's happening, right? But but it's not even just college football that we're seeing. You know, we're seeing basketball players, we're seeing women's basketball, we're seeing lacrosse, we're seeing volleyball players. They're, they're all making money now, which is great. They deserve to make money. Again, we're not doing a show on that now. We've already done that. You also have this thing called the transfer portal, which not many people are talking about this, and really it should be talked about more, but the transfer portal in college football is an issue. See, we talk about it in basketball all the time because in basketball, we see a star leave a school and it goes to another school real quick. And and so, so you see that happen in basketball all the time. But in football... You know, because over the previous years, it was they got an exemption right away, all that. Now that really isn't, there really isn't a need for an exemption. You can go on to the transfer portal and at any time, you can go wherever you want to go. But in college football right now, I don't think many people know this, but there's about 1,100 kids. And by the way, camp starts like next week or in like two weeks. Um, maybe even sooner, but there are 1,100 kids right now that have nowhere to go that are in the transfer portal. They're just sitting in the transfer portal, and they have nowhere to go. Um, and they're probably rethinking their decision of why they left the school that gave them that scholarship in the first place. So that's chaos. What is happening around college sports right now is cra- is just chaos. We talked about the diminishing clout of the NCAA, right? Um, there, There's kind of no governing body anymore, even though... The Division One, Two, and Three councils—they'll handle a lot of those things going on. But the NCAA's power has waned; it's diminishing completely. And what does that mean for college sports moving forward? You know, that's one thing. And then we got the report that we talked about in segment one, and that's Texas and Oklahoma are looking to leave the Big Twelve for the SEC. And it just throws my mind back to 2010 and 2011 when all of this movement was taking place with schools leaving one conference 
you know, others threatening to leave another conference. If you guys remember, this is not the first time Texas has threatened to leave the Big 12. Um, back in the back then, the, the University of Texas at that time, back in 2010, 2011, um, if we all remember, was threatening to bring Oklahoma and four other schools to go out to the Pac-10 and make it the Pac-16. It was it was chaos. I don't know if you guys remember that, um, but that was back in 2010, 2011. And what ended up happening was Nebraska ended up leaving and going to the Big Ten, leaving the Big 12, also going to the Big Ten. So that, that's what ended up happening, um, which is now actually, the Big Ten's actually the Big 14 even though it's only still called the Big Ten, but there's actually 14 teams in the Big Ten now. So, like, all that realignment, it's all been going on for a while. It's just now it's getting to a bigger level. You know, you didn't know who was going where and what was going to happen with the rivals anymore and all that stuff and all the history of these teams playing each other over the decades and eons, really, of college sports history. All of that just was about to go out the window. So now you ask, why now? You know, Texas tried to do it once. Why now? Why are Texas and Oklahoma going to do this now? And you got a new head coach in Steve Sarkeesian down at Texas, who, by the way, I'm a big fan of. I think he's going to do a great job there. Um, Hell, Lincoln Riley wins about every Big 12 championship every single year, and he's like 28 years old, I feel like. Um, he might not even be that old, it feels like. He puts out quarterbacks as first-round picks almost on the regular, which, by the way, Oklahoma is clearly QBU now. Uh, they are no doubt QBU as they've locked up the 2023 top-rated QB coming out of high school as well. Um, and so why would Oklahoma want to leave? And the answer is always simple. Look, when you lack an answer for something this big, it always comes down to one thing. Money. Money, money, money. Money. And it always comes down to money in college sports. Always. College sports, money. Boom. Goes together. Now, the Big 12 is responsible for this themselves because they're not even the Big 12. There's only 10 teams in the Big 12. Did you guys know that? They call themselves the Big 12, but right now there's only 10 teams in it. And they had an opportunity, and this is really important here. They had an opportunity a couple of years ago to expand the conference. I don't know if you all remember this. Some of you might, but they had the chance to expand the conference, the Big 12, so they could become more like these other Power 5 conferences. That is, having at least 12 some of them have even 14 teams, which makes it attractive for a lot of reasons. One, because the television rights deal that comes your way. It looks better when there's more teams that you can potentially have compete against or potentially rise and get better and having a spot where they could possibly make that playoff game or make that New Year's Six Bowl, right? That matters for these television companies. Think about it. If, if the SEC has 14 teams and the Big 12 has 10 teams, the, the television companies are going to like the SEC more because they're going to say, look at all these games we can put on. Look at all these teams we can showcase. Oh, and also, 
the fact that they have four more teams, that gives them four more chances of having a team make it higher, make it farther, which at the end of the day is what you want if you're a television executive, right? You want these teams fighting for the best spots. And I think it helps when you have a robust conference schedule, when you're talking about the college football playoff. Well, the Big 12 decided not to do that, huh? Why would they do such a thing? I mean, they looked at the University of Cincinnati, they looked at Houston, they looked at some of these other group of five schools, and they ultimately decided against expanding. And as a result, teams that feel like um, are really good in Oklahoma, which they are really good, and then other teams who are potentially on the come up, like Texas, with their new head coach and Steve Starkeesian, are looking at the landscape, the money that potentially is surrounding the Big 12, and they're saying, this isn't going to look good for us. This isn't going to go the way the SEC is going. This isn't going to go the way the Big 10 is going, which makes almost three quarters of a billion dollars a year in TV rights. And so Texas and Oklahoma, which are big-time schools, they start thinking, huh, 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 huh. We got to go where the money is, baby. And the money is in the SEC. Just as a point of comparison, the Big 12 TV rights deal ends in 2025. Okay, 2025. It is with ESPN and it is with Fox right now. The renegotiation, like the early. See, you know, these TV deals, they always start early. When the NFL's TV deal, they start negotiating that four or five years earlier before it's actually run up. All right? This is how it is because there's so much that goes into it. Well, the early renegotiation talks right now from the Big 12 to these networks are not going very well. They're not going anywhere. And they believe that number that they have right now is going to be minuscule compared to what the SEC is getting, which will also be on ESPN starting in 2024 for $300 million a year. $300 million a year. Divide that by every team in the in the SEC, and that's how much each team is making every year just based off TV rights. And so Texas and Oklahoma, they feel like, well, damn, this is a no-brainer for them. They feel like they have no choice being bigger branded programs than to leave the sinking ship. That is the Big 12, which was and is created by itself the big 12 poked their own holes in that ship and that's why they're sinking so texas and oklahoma are looking at that and they're looking at the other teams in the conference and they're saying and they're looking at their brand and how big their brand is and they're saying eh, let's get out baby we can do better let's go find that other conference that's gonna lift up lift us up So it is a smart play for the actual University of Texas and Oklahoma? Hell yeah, it's a smart play. It's a genius play. Of course it is. That's what you would want your university to do, right? Because why would they stick around with this 
Big 12 that really only has 10 teams in it that really is not doing good as a conference. I mean, and guys, everything's relative here. Obviously, they're still making millions and millions and millions of dollars. But when you have a chance to make more capitalism, you go and do it, right? So that's why this is all happening in the first place. The Big 12 a couple years ago shot themselves in the foot. Now look, maybe if they did bring on Cincinnati and Houston and some other schools back then, maybe that doesn't change anything. Maybe Texas and Oklahoma still end up leaving. But there's a reason why it's gotten to this point. Texas and Oklahoma are looking at their value and they're saying, our value is much higher than the conference that we're in. And the SEC is sitting there waving their hands saying, hey, you two, you two, look look at our conference. Look how special our conference is. You want to come join it? I bet you do. Oh, do you see that ESPN deal? $300 $300 million? Come on. Come on over. You can get a little bit of that. That's what's happening. And that's why Texas and Oklahoma will eventually, sooner than later, be in the SEC. This is the GSMC Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kayvon Izami. Big thanks for everyone listening. Take a quick, quick break. When we come back, I'm going to play a couple sound bites from... Uh, Eli Drinkowitz, the Missouri head coach, Jimbo Fisher, the Texas A&M head coach, and then we're going to get into Aaron Rodgers, and I've got a very interesting thought and prediction about Aaron Rodgers. You guys are going to want to hear this. We'll be right back after this.